Today, there are two million descendants of French-Canadian immigrants living in New England. These are our stories. Welcome to the French-Canadian Legacy Podcast. Venez tous jeunes fils et garçons, je vais vous raconter l'histoire de notre immigration ici au USA, de grands aventuriers de pays Bonjour everyone, this is Melody with French Canadian News, back from a fantastic trip to New York City for the French All Around Us book launch at the OIF. Let's get started with the book launch recap. If you're an author of French All Around Us, congrats on the book launch at Organisation Internationale de la Francophonie in New York City. Whether you attended in person or through Zoom, there's a lot to be proud of. I attended in person and it was amazing to meet up with familiar faces, as well as finally meeting new people all doing our part in telling our Franco-American and French heritage stories. Merci beaucoup to Kathleen Stein-Smith for bringing forth this amazing book project and to the OIF for hosting this event. Next up, we have some blog posts to get into. If you have the travel bug after hearing about the NYC trip, head over to Query the Past to check out Patrick Lacroix's latest post titled, A Canadian Excursion to New York City in 1851. This post tells the account of Jean-Baptiste Eric Duran, who wrote what we could consider an early travel blog about the experiences of French Canadians in New York City. For Mother's Day and National Nurses Week, we have a new post by Juliana LaRue titled, Franco-American Women, Honoring Nursing and Tante Blanche. Check out this post detailing the notable Franco-American nurse known as Tante Blanche and how she earned the title Mother of Madawaska by saving others from starvation during a devastating winter storm in 1797. The Modern Franco's blog is back with two new posts, one of which is a recipe. Check out how to make gluten-free, nut-free, and vegan poutine. If you're like me and have several food allergies or sensitivities, or if you just want an alternative to regular poutine, this is a poutine recipe for you. Then check out my post discussing Franco-American symbolism titled, Is It Too Late? Establishing New Symbols of Franco-American Culture. Should Franco-Americans have symbols alongside the fleur de lis to further differentiate ourselves and express our various Franco-American stories? Or is it too late to establish new symbology? Check out the latest post to find out more. For some FCL news, we have a new interactive tour that you can enjoy alongside the GeoTour. Directly from the FCL Facebook page, following the success of the New England Franco Route GeoTour, we're proud to announce the Jack Kerouac Centennial Adventure Lab. This Adventure Lab is a self-guided tour that will take you through important locations in Lowell, Massachusetts that featured prominently in Jack Kerouac's life. Unlike traditional geocaches, there are no hidden objects to find. Simply download the free Adventure Lab app and answer a simple question about each location on your device as you visit. You can scan our QR code or download the Adventure Lab app and get started today. Special thanks to the government of Quebec for their continued support. Moving on to podcasts, Franco-American Pathways is back with part two of Mapping Franco Biddeford. This episode is of course a continuation of part one, so you'll definitely want to check out the previous episode if you haven't already. These episodes cover the Pathways team meeting up with Biddeford native and author Emma Boothalette and Libby Biscoff to take a historic walking tour of Biddeford. The Pathways team visit concluded at MacArthur Library with a tour from Renee Burkett and her team in Special Collections, where many artifacts of Franco Biddeford are found. And now on to events. On May 18th, from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Time, check out this talk about Les Filles Marier, or Marriageable Girls. We've all heard of Les Filles du Roi, but do you know of the 260 French girls and women who arrived in New France prior to Les Filles du Roi? Check out this presentation by Ray Lambert and Megan St. Marie, who will share some of their own ancestors who were among this early group of French settlers. On May 24th from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, check out Le Clitic Courtier, a French discussion group at Barnes & Noble in Nashua, New Hampshire. 
On May 24th, from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern, check out the Waking Up French Reviel documentary viewing and community discussion at the Manchester City Library Auditorium. This documentary tells a story of French heritage, immigration history, and cultural renewal of Franco-Americans in New England. Discover the universal message to Reviel that applies to both older immigrant groups that suffer the loss of heritage and culture, and newer groups struggling to, to preserve their culture as they become new Americans. That's all I've got for you this time. Everything I've covered today will be linked in the French Canadian Legacy podcast episode description. So before we get going with the episode this week, I just again wanted to say a big thank you because I've heard from a number of different people about the the microphones that we were using and how clear they sound. And I completely agree. I think they are terrific. And I just want to note again that these are only possible because of the very generous contributions we have received. So I cannot thank those who have made this podcast possible. I cannot thank you enough um, for providing us the resources to be able to do this and make this, um, you know, make our product better. And every sec, every dime we've ever made has just been reinvested back into the podcast. So really very much appreciate it. Again, we got a Patreon for $2 a month. You can jump on board and get bonus material for us. But uh, again, giant thank you to those who have done it so far. We really do appreciate it. You can actually find us on patreon.com slash FCL podcast. Okay, so this week I'm actually pretty excited to introduce a brand new segment that we're going to add to these off-week episodes, the preview episodes. Um, One actually idea I'm going to steal from upcoming guest Michael Troy is at the end of every one of his uh, narratives, his main episodes, he has an after show. And on the after show, he always has a book recommendation that deals with and he has an online recommendation, both actually, uh, that deals with the topic that he discussed on that particular uh, episode, which I think is really neat. And I thought it would be pretty cool to have the opportunity for us to plug some of the books and other resources uh, where you can find more information on you know, our story, the Franco-American story. We are very, very fortunate to have found someone to take this project on, to handle the recommendations for us, someone who's absolutely perfect. Multiple-time guest on this podcast, the amazing blogger, author, Dr. Patrick Lacroix. So I'm incredibly excited to hear some of his recommendations of things we should be checking out if we want to know more about our our story, the Franco-American story. And for the very first one, though, I want to take this opportunity to plug the book. And we're going to keep a list as well of where you can find every single one of these. That'll be an ongoing thing on our, on our website. Um, so you'll be able to check everything out there. Um, and the very first one, of course, I want to mention is Patrick's recent book, Tout nous serait possible. Une histoire politique des Franco-Americains, 1874-1945. Basically, if you care at all, about the political history of Franco-Americans. This is a book you have to have. Definitely check it out. So stay tuned for the upcoming uh, recommendations for our book recommendations uh, every other week, or not just book, but resource recommendations every other week. But in the meantime, certainly get yourself, uh, get your hands on a Patrick Lacroix book, and we can actually put a link to that as well. Now, this week's episode is actually going to be a super, super exciting one for me. This week, we're going to talk to Michael Troy. Now, Michael is the host of the American Revolution podcast. And my buddies up here know I listen to that 
all the time. It is my favorite podcast to listen to. I think it's super interesting. It just it goes through the American Revolution in narrative fashion, starting actually before the war, goes all the way through the French and Indian War. Super fascinating. Great storyteller. Uh, so it was really cool to be able to connect with him and talk specifically about some of the topics that might be interesting to us. You know, the what happens with the conquest of North America, what happened in the battle in 1775 when the Americans tried to take the city of Quebec, and kind of some of the efforts after that to get you know, the French Canadians on board with the American Revolution. Just a really super interesting guy, super interesting discussion. So next week, you'll be joined by Michael Troy, host of the American Revolution podcast. Do you remember the episode you did about the Portsmouth alarm by any chance? Yeah, vaguely. <laughs> okay. Do you, can, do you, can you describe what that was? This is just entirely selfish. That's what I did my senior thesis on when I was an undergraduate student. So this is a, this is a big excuse. Now you're for, making me nervous. You're going to know more about this. No, 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 no. This is cool. I, I'm just looking for an excuse to talk about it, to be honest with you. I'm trying to remember which one it was. So 1774, December. Yeah. If not, we could go in a different direction. I'm just trying. They all run into my... That was... Yeah, I know. You've done a million oh, that, episodes. Is that the one where they took the fort? They did. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. Yeah. So the Portsmouth alarm, that was in 1774. It was after uh, the British had passed the Intolerable Acts, which the colonists found intolerable. and <laughs> the, uh, uh, But before Lexington and Concord. So they weren't actually at war by this time. Much of what the colonists were trying to do during this period was find arms and ammunition and stock them up. And much of what the British were trying to do was keep the colonists from getting arms and ammunition. Sure. Uh, so Portsmouth was um, in New Hampshire, as it still is. <laughs> yeah. um, there was a British fort there that was very lightly garrisoned. And I think it had maybe a couple of dozen soldiers there, most of whom were on um, – not actually sick, but they, they couldn't be on active marching duty for one reason or another. They had a bunch of cannons and gunpowder and all sorts of other good stuff that both sides wanted. And so the Americans in Boston learned that the British in Boston were going to send a ship up to Portsmouth to secure the fort. And so Paul Revere made his second famous ride. Second there one, you go. <laughs> up, to New, up to Portsmouth to warn the local militia there that, hey, if you're going to grab some guns, now would be a good time to do it because tomorrow the British are coming. They managed to scrape together a bunch of um, local militiamen. And it was, it was almost a comedy of errors the way the whole thing worked. Neither side really – they weren't at war with each other, but they weren't not at war and nobody <laughs> – whose side everyone was on. So like the, the, the Royal governor realized that this was going to be, there's going to be attack on the fort. And so he called out the head of the state militia to help suppress it. And the head of state militia had to say, well, I'm actually on the attacker's side. So That's it. Help you. <laughs> so they went and they, they, they captured the fort and they took a bunch of stuff and then they left the next day. And then they came back again the next day and decided to take it again for some, they decided they wanted some more stuff. Yeah, so that's awesome. Bizarre comedy of errors, but yeah, essentially they, they ended up taking some stuff out of the fort and, and hiding it before the British Navy could get there. I still, what amuses me to this day is they, I mean, they fired three cannon shot out at this crowd attacking and yet somehow nobody gets hit. Pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. 
Now our fathers look at us and sigh with despair To think that everything they love we simply do not share But the spirit never dies, our culture will survive Each of us must choose how much to keep alive Each of us must choose how much to keep alive Special thanks to Josie Vashon for providing the music. You can find more about her at josievashon.com. This podcast was produced and edited by Mike Campbell. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at fclpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at fclpodcast for more information about the topics discussed. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this episode.